going on, guys? All right. I was open up right to questions today and kind of get rolling with it. Evan kind of uh, showed up there on the Evan Ingram on the injury report yesterday. He'll be out here practicing today. I mean, yeah. you know, we got to put every little thing on the injury report, so a lot of things he's thrown on there. But he'll be out there today. So is it sort of maintenance for the injury that he had previously, or is it a new, is it a new thing? Or it's just a normal nick and bump coming out of some games and things that are aggravated in practice from the games. So, you know, yesterday was a day we had to limit him a little bit. So. He wasn't on the other day, and then he was on yesterday. He's limited. Yeah, so he'll be out here today. We'll kind of move him around, see where he's at today. So, again, some things that kind of accumulate throughout the course of a season. We'll see where he's at going into the game. Did he have a setback or anything like that? Uh, I'm not going to any specifics of it in terms of anything from anything previous. But it is what it is right now. Do you expect Yarius back this week? We'll see how he moves around today. He's made progress continuously. He was close last week. You know, we've done some things in the practice this week. He's made some progress. So I think it's fair to say that, you know, based on how he comes out of practice today and maybe if there's a workout Sunday morning, we'll know then. But, you know, I'm optimistic about it. Fair to say that uh, the other three, Kenny, Saquon, Kadarius, aren't going to make it this week. We haven't seen them out here at all. They really haven't done much at this point. Um, you know, again, we'll give them one more chance today to kind of move around, see if they can do anything, see if it's worth getting on the field with the team or with the trainers right now. In terms of the official report and the rule outs and questionable stuff, we'll do that later today. And we'll kind of hold it until we go ahead and do the official report. We had a lot of uh, stats from last year, how you guys didn't have a lot of soft tissue injuries. Do you have to look at anything, evaluate? You seem like you've had an uptick this year. Yeah, we're always looking at that continuously and seeing what we're doing. You know, And there's a number of things that factor into that. We're making sure that we account for everything that goes into it. There's been some injuries you just can't avoid. And some other ones you've got to look internally what you're doing and you know, in terms of players the course of the season, how you got to handle things differently. Joe, do you get the sense your players still enjoy playing in front of this home crowd? They've been kind of hostile to you guys. And you yeah, have, absolutely. You have more wins on the road than you do at home. Yeah, the location has nothing to do with it. It's about how you how you go out there and you produce over 60 minutes and how you compete. So in terms of playing at home, absolutely. It's our home stadium. It's our home crowd. You know, you enjoy being there. Returning seems like a skill that should translate from college to the NFL pretty easy. Dante Pettis was like an all-time college returner. Why has he not it not clicked for him in the NFL? I can't speak on anything previously from his time here. He works with us as a returner, kickoff return, and punt return. Obviously, he had a lot of accomplishments in college uh, from his skill set and what he was able to do and produce out there. He's someone that you know I was very aware of coming out, his skill set and what he did production-wise. You know, he's a guy that we work with, and he's you know, including the rotation as well. You know, I couldn't say anything before he got here about where it is. You know, obviously we've gone with some different guys who've been in that role for us, been very productive in terms of the punt returns. You know, Pep's been one of the most productive guys in the league. You know, and you can't control, you know, punt returns are one of those things you can't control every opportunity. You know, there's a lot of things that factor in it based on field position, scheme you have called, uh, the punt itself. There's a lot of things that have to factor in and lined up. To me, it's about when the opportunity comes your way of being productive. I'm very pleased with Pep's done with it. You know, Shep's a guy that stays active with us. Tony, Pettis, a number of guys, Slade, and staying back there catching punts routinely for us. So whoever we put back there, we have confidence in. Obviously, C.J. Board was a key part for us. He was injured. How do you manage Daniel try, trying to prevent him to, from trying to do too much? It seemed like on Sunday he was pressing to try to make more of a difference. You need him to make those big plays, but how do you coach that? How do you control his ability? The message we give our players is the impact comes from when you just do your job. You make the routine plays, you do what you're supposed to do, and those big things just happen. We talk to our players a lot about taking the profit. As a quarterback, you have to understand that there is a shot and there's a time in the game you've got to press something, but there's also a time that you just have to go ahead and take the profit. 
We talked about that a lot of times at maybe long yard situations. If they're drop back taking the sticks and they want to give the underneath throw, there's a time to take the underneath throw and let that guy do something with his legs as well. You know, there's time you're going to see opportunities in the game, whether it's off a play action fake or a certain kind of coverage. You have something schemed up and lined up that you can get to and go ahead and take that shot down the field. But that all falls within just doing your job within the plan and execute as a team. And you got to trust the other 10 guys on the field and you have to trust the other two phases on the team to do their jobs as well. You know, we can't go out there and try and do somebody else's job. You can't go out there and try and win the game by yourself. It's the ultimate team sport. Okay, everyone's relying on the man next to them to do everything to have success. So whether it's Daniel specifically or any other player on our team, the message is always the same. Just do what you're responsible to do on that play with the right technique, the right effort, and everything will happen positively. Joe, when you see a young guy like Matt Parrott go through a competition in year two to win a spot on the starting lineup, the other guy wins that spot, but he's still competing for opportunities. How much do you watch how he's handling himself like on and off the field in terms of waiting for that next time? You know, some guys wait for their, their number to be called and just kind of need that tap on the shoulder. Is Matt the kind of guy who's intent on earning that next spot? I think Matt's done a great job. And Matt had some setbacks health-wise early in camp. I think Nate did a great job in camp in terms of how he's competed and how he played. Both guys had some health, health issues throughout the duration of that. You know, we intend on playing all of our guys, and, and here it is, Matt's playing now, and he's doing a good job for us. And we challenge our players all the time, you know, to be prepared. That's something that's you know, a theme for us, that obviously you guys ask all the time about the injuries and, and how do we, you know, respond to that. The answer is we prepare all of our guys all the time. You know, everyone should be getting ready to play every game. I don't care if you're on practice squad. I don't care if you're, you know, coming off an injury. I don't care where you are in your career. Everybody has to be ready to play every week. So when your number does get called, you're prepared. But in terms of, you know, the approach he takes on and off the field, specifically about Matt, he's done a great job. He's very intent in meetings. Uh, he's very good as far as communication, asking questions, making sure he's on the same page. He does a really good job, whether he's in one-on-one drills, two-on-two drills, the offensive line, defensive line, working our schemes with our offense, or if he has to go over and take reps, as all of our players do, with the scout teams at times to go ahead and simulate the other team's reps. So he takes every opportunity to go ahead and get better. He's made strides for us. I'm pleased with the way he's working, the way he's going to come out and compete on Sunday. I have a lot of confidence in him because I've seen him work this week. You know, in terms of all of our players, I'm always evaluating how they do everything. We tell them very, from the very beginning, everything is evaluated. Everything. How you are in the building, how you are with the training staff, how you are with the equipment guys, how you are with the you know, ladies in the cafeteria. Everything's evaluated. How you sit in meetings, how you come out and prepare your body to go to practice. How you practice, how you produce in the games, everything's evaluated all the time. Every coach, every player, everything's evaluated. With your injuries to your skill position players, how big a priority is it for you to get more out of your tight ends in the passing game? Well, they're already a key part of what we plan every week. You know, they really are already. In terms of trying to get more out of someone because of somebody else, like I'll, I'll defer back right now to the skill players we're going to have available, I have a lot of confidence in and they've got to step up and they have to make plays. In addition, our tight ends obviously have to step up as well, as do our running backs. And I don't think you go into a game and say, okay, we don't have so-and-so available. Now this position group has to carry the load. That's not realistic. Because what happens is the opponent knows that as well. They may look at your injury report or kind of see your actives on game day and say, okay, they don't have A, B, or C. We're going to focus on this group right here and really take them away. Well, then the other group's got to step up and make plays as well. You know, going back to what I said a second ago, you got to go ahead and be able to take the profit, right? Keep moving the ball and be productive and be consistent within a game. You can't lean on any one player, any one position group. You got to make sure everyone steps up and does their job. I'm thinking also you have, you know, the balance of you need more, you need some people to make plays, but at the same time you also your offensive line is pretty beat up 
you, you've been using your tight ends to a degree to, to help out in that regard as well. So the, the balance there, how fine is that? Well, there's always a balance to that. I know what you're referring to a lot of times, whether it's a run action pass or a tight end stand a little bit more, or maybe it's a third down where we chip and then go ahead and get out. Those are all designed by a scheme. We have to understand that when someone's maybe immediately into a route, how it factors in, when someone may have to chip or be a late, you know, add into a route, you know, the availability of what they're going to do and what that's going to be presented for the opportunity for us to get them the ball. If they take away everything deep, something's available underneath. If they're squeezing press at the line, something may be available down the field. So we've got to go ahead and just see what they're presenting to us and make sure we make the right decisions. But it's fair, but Jordan, it's fair to ask. I understand what you're saying. It's fair to ask that, okay, there's injuries on the team. Who's got to step up and take that role? To me, the message of the team every day is everyone's got to step up. Everyone's got to step up. When your number's called, you got to make the play. And there's not a player that sits in that meeting room that wasn't the best player in his high school team, the best player in his college team. You're in the National Football League for a reason. You're an accomplished athlete. You're a good player. I mean, so we expect everyone in there to give us production. Joe, you signed McKinney to the practice squad. What are you hoping? You signed McKinney to the practice squad. What are you hoping he can give you? Well, those opportunities to get a good player in here. Obviously, he's very accomplished in this league. You know, his reputation in this league in terms of being just a straight dude, in terms of just being prepared, loving ball, good communicator, physical presence, good run stop and linebacker. He's a guy that I've competed against, you know, as far as going against teams when he was down there in Houston. You obviously knew about him. I remember evaluating this guy coming out. He was one of the top guys coming out for us in certain positions. So a lot of respect for him in the league, how he plays. You know, hopefully he just adds to our ability to get more players on the field. We're getting an opportunity, you know, through this week of learning the system a little bit. He's played in similar systems. You know, I can't say it's the same, but there's carrier from Houston to his time in Miami to here in terms of the structure of the defense and a lot of the verbiage he'll hear. He's done a good job so far in a couple of days being on the field with us. Good job in the meetings communicating. Uh, you can see in his eyes he's got a very good approach to the game in terms of how he comes to work in the meetings every day and what he does on the field. It's been encouraging having him out here. You know, we'll see where we go. We're going to give him opportunities to come out here and compete with us. And he went to Mississippi State, so I mean, he kind of gets a leg up in a lot of people that way. Too, so. <laughs> last, one, last one. Has Isaiah Wilson been in the building at all this week? He's back with us today. In fact, he's yeah somewhere out there. So he'll be practicing out here today with us again. He had a stomach bug this week. You know, when someone has that or something we think may be contagious, we just keep him away from the team. We don't want that stuff spreading through the building like wildfire. Um, he was engaged with our guys. He met with some of the guys on Zoom, the you know, QCs and stuff throughout the week, staying on top of installs and materials and things of that nature. But he's back today. He'll work today, Saturday, tomorrow. Those guys will all come in. The guys that aren't going to be active in the game or on the practice squad will get you know an extra long, hard workout with Fitz to make sure they use that opportunity to go ahead and get better. He'll be part of that program tomorrow as well. You know, we call it really our Devo program, developmental players. So he'll be part of that as well tomorrow. Okay. You do that every Saturday? We do it every Saturday, yes. And there's some guys that may be kind of on that fringe line of are they going to play, are they not, are they going to get elevated, that will push back a little bit, you know, in terms of not, you know, frying out their legs or doing whatever Fitz is going to do with them and get them ready for the game. And then if we decide at some point we're not going to elevate them or we know they're not going to be active, then we'll make sure they get that same workout, whether it's later in Saturday or early Sunday.